Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Really pleased to have in studio with us today, Kelsey Dallas from the Deseret News. And we're going to look at some of the components in terms of what we learned about religious voters from the 2022 midterms. And Kelsey, welcome back. Thanks for having me. All right, let's dive in. Give us some high-level observations first coming out of the, the midterms. What did we learn about religious voters? Well, I think first and foremost that they remain incredibly passionate about the political process that that my email inbox was filled with statements from all sorts of faith groups. There were tweets being sent about why this election mattered um, in terms of sort of moral teachings. And um, I think we also learned that it's always important to have this reminder that the religious community in the U.S. is incredibly diverse. So mm-hmm. no two Catholics vote the same. No two Latter-day Saints vote the same or feel the same. So we always keep that in mind, but especially with some of the results this year. Yeah, I thought that was really uh, an important component when you start – it used to be you could just say that religious voter, uh, and it was sort of a monolithic thing, and you could expect certain things. But uh, this year in particular, uh, there was a lot of diversity in terms of how that religious vote really broke out. Right. I think the Trump era uh, kind of tricked us into thinking, okay, there's one type of religious voter, and it's because mm-hmm. there was so much attention on white evangelicals that were very passionate about the former president's leadership and about his approach to issues like religious freedom. But there had always been this other wing, um, this more Democrat-leaning type of voter that's also religious, that's also very committed to um, faith-based engagement. And so they emerged into the spotlight a bit more in this election because of the votes on issues like abortion. Yeah, and let's let's dig into the abortion issue for a minute because there, there clearly is not a singular voice in the religious community about where we are in terms of abortion and also about what comes next, where it should go. Yes, I think that the most fascinating work that I stumbled upon as I did some reading about religion in the 2022 midterms was an Associated Press poll about how various types of voters voted on the abortion questions about adding either restrictions or protections to state constitutions. So they found that in those states that were really directly voting on abortion, that Catholics even, who are directly told by their church that abortion is a sin, were split in some cases like 50-50, 60-40, very different takes on sort of what what the ethical or moral stance on that issue should be. And then when I talk about what the future should hold, that comes from the fact that abortion may have played a role, probably played a role in the fact that there wasn't this huge red wave. And so now for people that are very much against abortion rights, who might call themselves pro-life, they're concerned about sort of how do we have this conversation without losing a bunch of votes from here until the end? (laughs) How do we sort of regroup and sort of win the average American back to our side? Yeah, so interesting. Uh, And that's when obviously we're going to see not just through this lame duck session, but as we roll into the January and then obviously into the 2024 cycle, that's going to be a really interesting uh, one to watch. Uh, You've also uh, been following and noting uh, some engagement from some different faith groups in terms of running for office. Uh, Muslim groups in particular uh, had uh, a lot of success this round. What else did we learn? Yeah, I think that it's such an interesting uh, moment to look at findings that say we had a historic number of Muslim Americans running for office and we also had a historic number, I believe, 80 that won their elections because there are certainly still issues to be dealt with, with public acceptance, public understanding, Mm -hmm. um, 
feeling like Islam is is part of American life, that Muslims are just as American as you or me. But uh, you don't always feel that in day to day because you see sort of the scariest stories pop up on social media. So that's why this data can be so um, exciting where you see that these Muslim American candidates were really breaking through with uh, other voters, non-Muslim voters, because they're being elected even in places like Texas. I saw a story that was a historic number of Muslim Americans that will now serve in various offices in Texas. Yeah, and I, and I love that. I think the more we get to recognize that, that uh, oneness really isn't sameness in America and uh, having that kind of breakthrough uh, from Muslim candidates, as, as you mentioned, over 80 uh, candidates that won their races uh, is, a, is a great step forward and, and still a long way to go. Well, and also exciting that... Um, in some cases, these were young people, uh, people who are excited to get involved in the democratic process, yeah. uh, because it, it's it's a heavy lift, as I'm sure that you know, uh, to, to run a campaign, to put yourself out there for the types of pushback that you might get, for discrimination you might face. And so it's just exciting to feel like uh, people from diverse backgrounds, diverse religious backgrounds, feel interested and excited about representing their community. Yeah, let's let's jump down to the state of Georgia. Obviously, we're in the middle of a runoff uh, now for the Senate race down there between Raphael Warnock, who is uh, an ordained preacher uh, and pastor, uh, and Herschel Walker. And they've both been leaning into their, their faith uh, on the campaign trail. Well, Herschel Walker represents a lot of what we were talking about with the Trump of it all. <laughs> there were religious supporters that um, even though he may not have been very personally religious or openly religious, that they felt like he represented the best interests of their faith community mm-hmm. and would really protect religious freedom, oppose abortion rights. And so Herschel Walker, as another Republican candidate, fits that bill, that he can sort of speak to those faith-based concerns, those more conservative religious concerns, and really rile up a lot of voters who are passionate about his candidacy. And sometimes you actually forget that Pastor Warnock is a pastor, that it's like, oh, that's just that Democrat. Oh, he's just a senator. We're going to get him out out of there. And really his... His campaign is so centered in the black church in Georgia. Um, he has supporters from a variety of faith traditions who are excited about the way he expresses his religious values and politics. So, again, that's there's diversity in what it means to be religious in America, what it means to be a religious voter in America. And it's it's so perfectly encapsulated in that Georgia race. Yeah, it, it really is. And so as you look forward, Kelsey, uh, with your unique perspective as you, as you look uh, really into the into the net, into the new year into 2023 what are some of the the religious issues that you're seeing or how do you think that's going to affect uh, again whether it's those religious voters or the the conversation in general across the country what does that look like well i'm excited to sort of pull back the camera lens if you will and be reminded that there are religious voters across the political spectrum. And that will be really difficult to deny if, for example, Senator Warnock wins this uh, re-election. And I think in general, um, you're hearing more from that group of of more centrist or more liberal religious voters as we debate things like the same-sex marriage bill uh, before Congress or abortion. So I'm just happy that we can sort of all recognize that it's not just white evangelicals out there, that there are all sorts of of folks that are bringing their faith with them as they make their voting decisions. And I can't have a Kelsey Dallas interview without some comment on the Supreme Court. (laughs) So as you look at some of the religious cases that are coming before the court, some of the things that they're going to be 
grappling with? Uh, what are you keeping your eye on? Well, the most amazing thing to me is that there still is just this one faith-related case they're going to hear on December 5th about um, a website designer who is claiming sort of religious concerns about serving a same-sex couple. I thought by now that there would be two or three other cases added, including something about working on the Sabbath. Mm. And it's just been sort of all quiet. Nothing yeah. picked up yet. So um, it, it's interesting. Is this going to remain an incredibly mellow Supreme Court term in terms of religion? Or do I need to go hunting out cases <laughs> that might be somewhat faith-related to, to dig into? Yeah. Great stuff as always. Kelsey Dallas from the Desert News. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you. Always love Kelsey's perspective uh, on all of those uh, components. So it's really interesting to see how the religious voter uh, actually approached things. And you had so many of those split votes happening uh, in uh, states across the country. So that was a really fascinating thing to to play through and see how that played out. Uh, I think one of the most important things is that in a pluralistic society, uh, big focus on the plural part of that. Uh, Oneness is not sameness. We talk about that a lot. Uh, The important thing is that we listen that way as well. And all the wide variety of ideas that we don't just put people into monolithic categories, whether that's by faith and religion or by gender uh, or by ethnicity, uh, it's really, we're we're different than that. We're human. Uh, And we'll talk about that a little bit more coming up at 2.50. All right, we're going to step aside for some bottom of the hour news. When we come back, A judge has struck down the pandemic-era immigration rule known as Title 42. What was it? Why was it blocked? And what does it mean for our immigration system that's clearly broken? We'll talk about that coming up next.